The Soccer Gambling Podcast is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content and contests, including our NFL Win Totals Contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Parlay Play. Parlay Play is a lead pipe locking for parlay props. Go to parlayplay.io and use the promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus today. That's parlayplay.io and use the promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus today. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast, breaking down all of the matches for match day one. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can also follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter or on X. That is at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And finally, you can follow my X account. That is at LockBettingX. That's at LockBettingX. The X slipped in there to already get myself ahead of the game. On that account, you will always find my spreadsheet for the previous month. That will be the pin tweet. That's because I'm a trapped and transparent handicapper and I have delivered 122 months unbeaten, 122 consecutive months of transparent and track profit. Whilst you can only see the previous month as the pin tweet, you can head over to lockbetting.com and see all of the other previous months. Do your due diligence and research before you sign up to anything I do. I actually encourage you to do it because I am exactly that. Transparent and tracked. Never had a losing month. I have been undefeated in sports betting for over a decade on a month-to-month basis. I'm also a sensible handicapper as well. You won't find any five-star plays or 10-unit maxes or 20-unit well plays or 50-unit plays of the year that, that seem to come out every single week, even though they're supposed to be a play of the year. None of that. If I speak, I am in, in big trouble. In big trouble. And I don't want to be in big trouble. Just sensible plays and a properly managed bankroll, a term that a lot of these guys on gambling Twitter will never understand. So after you've done your research, after you've done your due diligence, once you're happy, then come aboard and sign up for the service with 122 months in a row of transparent and track profit. We have also hit futures at 79.8% all time for futures of one unit and over. And I mentioned this specifically at this time of year because it is future season. We've just released futures for the EPL and La Liga. Serie A and the Bundesliga right around the corner, along with other European leagues, and the NFL will be coming back shortly. So if you like betting futures, some guys don't. They are a very, very good way to invest, not to gamble, but to invest in sports betting. 
So let's move on with match day one. The EPL is back and it begins on Friday night with the champions, Manchester City, travelling to the champions of the championship, Burnley, who are managed by their former captain and club legend, Vincent Company. So a very interesting start to the EPL season. Man City are the one to three favourites to start with a win here on the money line. It's nine to two on the draw and it's eight to one here on Burnley. I can't really make a case for Burnley here. Sometimes you can for teams coming up from the lower league. They'll have a lot of support. There'll be a lot of emotion. But it's usually a team who sit in. When they come up against top tier opposition, that newly promoted team will sit in. They'll be energetic. They'll be brave. They'll be conservative and they'll set up with a low block looking to nick something on the counter-attack or via mistake or via putting pressure on via the press. Burnley don't play that way. Burnley aren't going to sit in here with a defensive low block and make themselves stubborn and hard to beat. Burnley try to play like Manchester City. They were the Manchester City of the championship. So this looks like to me... A, a worse version of Manchester City. And whilst that was good enough to win the championship, if you try and play Man City like Man City, they are going to take you apart. The only thing going in Burnley's favour is that they will be the more energetic team because Manchester City's pre-season started late. And uh, we saw Man City tiring out in the final 20 minutes of the Community Shield last weekend. And um, I think we could see something similar here. So Burnley do have a chance to outrun Manchester City in this game, which will not be the case as the season progresses, just simply because Man City started their preseason two weeks late because their season ran longer than everybody else's. Under the guidance of company, Burnley have had the best attacking record, had the best attacking record in the championship last season, and they face a Man City team that did concede in eight of their last ten away games from the Etihad and in seven of their last ten Premier League matches. So I definitely think that Burnley could make a contribution to the goals here. But ultimately, I do think Man City are going to come away with the win. And I like to tack on over two and a half goals here to the selection, because if we get a Burnley contribution, then that obviously helps that play. But Man City themselves could also just simply score three goals because the stylistic matchup doesn't suit them. Manchester City struggle more against teams that sit in with a low block. But with Erling Haaland, it's been a lot more easier to break them down because if you can create the half chances for him, he is able to find the back of the net. And that has really been the difference. Whereas Manchester City might have struggled against top teams that did that in the Champions League previously. With Haaland, we saw that they won the Champions League last season and all he needs is one chance and suddenly you're a goal down. So that won't really work throughout this season. Teams sitting against Manchester City have been punished, but teams that try to play City like City have been punished even more. Burnley played Manchester City in the FA Cup FA Cup last season and it was ugly and this one could potentially get ugly again as the emotion 
and the euphoria of the supporters will lead Burnley to try and attack this team and to try to push forward because that will be the expectation. That expectation could ultimately lead to the bounce, the downfall of the team as Manchester City could continually pick them off. So I think either way, we do get three goals here and I think Man City start with a win. So it makes sense to take Manchester City to pick up that win with the over two and a half goals tacked on. That gets you away from the one to three minus 300 line and gives you a much more favourable price of 10 to 11 minus 110 here for this one. Before we move on to Saturday's games, let me tell you guys about the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon. Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals Contest with a $1,000 first prize. Besides season-long contests, they also have weekly contests just for patrons, plus a monthly SGP Stories podcast completely ad-free and full of behind-the-scenes stories from SGPN. There is also a Discord channel just for patrons. Only you can prevent corporate gambling and you can do your part by signing up today over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We move on to Saturday where many people's pick to win the EPL begin their campaign. It's Arsenal in the 12.30pm kickoff UK time, 7.30am Eastern time against Nottingham Forest where Arsenal are the one of five favourites to win that game. It's 13-2 on the draw and it's 14-1 to here on Nottingham Forest. Arsenal win games at the Emirates as a short favourite. That's what they do. So I'm expecting nothing different here. In fact, I'm expecting Arsenal to be quite impressive and for people to jump even more on the bandwagon for Arsenal to win the Premier League this season. Arsenal have won 14 of their 19 home Premier League games last season and made a strong start to the campaign, I guess, by beating Man City in the Community Shield last weekend. Forest were the league's worst travellers last season, and we mentioned that on the future show. The only way Forest can get dragged into a relegation race is if they repeat that away form, which was horrendous. It's difficult not to improve on that, and are not as good at home as they were last season. But as things stand, last year they were the worst travellers in the league. So People will be expecting to take three points against them, certainly in their own patch. And Arsenal won 5-0 when Forrest visited the Emirates last season. Saturday's scoreline might not be as emphatic as that, but I do expect Arsenal to certainly cover a minus 1.5 Asian handicap line here in this one. Forrest though only failed to score in one of their final seven away games last season and Arsenal themselves struggled for clean sheets. So Arsenal may need to score at least three goals here to make sure they do cover the line. But I do think Arsenal will. I would also be interested in taking Arsenal's team total and taking Arsenal to score over two and a half goals. That's another way to bet this. Arsenal to score over 2.5 goals is available at 4-5. to Arsenal to cover a minus 1.5 Asian handicap line is available at 16-25. to So Arsenal to get those three goals 
is a better price and uh, they may very well need him given the way that they defended last season and because Forrest did start to chip in with goals away from home towards the end of the last season. Although, as I said, they still had a pretty horrendous away record overall and they'll need to improve on that to remain in the EPL once again. Up next, we move on to those three o'clock kickoffs. We start by looking at the game here between Bournemouth and West Ham, where West Ham are the very narrow favourites. In fact, in some places they aren't. Bournemouth are the favourites. But West Ham are the narrow favourites where I'm looking at 8-5. to five. It's 13-8 to eight on Bournemouth and it's 12-5 to five here on the Hammers. The Hammers have left it late to do their business, mainly because of arguments between Moyes and the director of football there. They haven't been able to agree on signings. Therefore, it's difficult to take West Ham until they do properly replace Declan Rice. And now Paqueta's been unsettled by rumours of him going to Man City. So I don't think this is an entirely balanced team. The new Bournemouth manager... Adoni Areola was known for an attacking philosophy in Spain with Rayo Vallecano. So a lot of people have compared him to De Zerbi of Brighton and that's what Bournemouth will be expecting. That's why they've implemented this coach. Therefore, I do think Bournemouth will be good for at least a goal here on the opening weekend and West Ham should be able to score two because um, Bournemouth are going to be a front foot team. Therefore, West Ham should have an opportunity to score and they did score in seven of their final nine away league games last season. So both teams to score appeals to me here and that's going to be my main selection at the price of 4-5. to five. Don't really want to pick a winner. This is really a wait and see situation when it comes to both of these two teams, Bournemouth under this new manager and West Ham until they are actually more prepared to start the season because um, whilst they've had a pre-season, um, they still have to get these signings over the line and I just don't understand why teams leave it so late to do their business. Up next, you have Brighton. Lots of things are expected of them this season. At home to Luton, nothing's expected of them. They're expected to go down by everyone. Brighton are the one to three favourites to begin with a win here. It's 17 to four on the draw. And Luton are the nine to one underdogs. Brighton getting a lot of respect here from the books. Um, being priced up like they are a top six team. I think they'll struggle to be anywhere near the top six this season. They play a style of football which I think is going to start to get worked out by teams. They they need to be very, very good in order to get away with that. And they are very good, but if they continue to lose personnel, Brighton can only go in one direction down this table. But I think they'll start with a win here. I think they have a very nice start to the season if you look ahead to the fixtures. And this is a very winnable game. Obviously, there's not much value on the uh, on the one to three, much like there wasn't with Man City. So we'll do the same thing here and we will tack on over two and a half goals to give us exactly the same price as that game. Brighton won 10 of their 19 Premier League home games last season, whilst they conceded in five of their final six games. Luton have scored in eight of their last nine competitive games and will be looking to get off the mark here in this one. So I'm quite happy to take Brighton to take the win. But I'm going to tack on the over two and a half goals here as I do believe 
that uh, Luton will be able to score. The Seagulls have hardly been clean sheet specialists under De Zerbi and uh, the statistic was clear there as they only managed one shutout in their final six games. Luton should arrive in a confident move after promotion and they should be able to play with freedom in these opening round of games with not much expected. Um, they are expected to give ki- to give teams a difficult time on their own turf, but away from home, it's really a free hit every week. Luton scored eight in their final nine games of the season and only failed to score in one pre-season game coming into this. So they should be able to get on the score sheet. They'll be very hyped up for this game, which is their return to top flight and their first game in top flight since 1992. Up next, we look at a game between Everton and Fulham, where Everton are the 13 to 10 plus 130 favourites to win on the money line. It's 23 to 10 on the draw, and it's also 23 to 10 here on Fulham. Don't know what to make of these two teams here. Um, Fulham have a player in Mitrovic who doesn't want to be there, and obviously it's key that they keep him. Everton just scraped through last season in terms of staying in the Premier League. Sean Dyche will not want to be in a relegation scrap again this season. But Everton come into this with positive with, with positivity behind them. They have enjoyed a solid pre-season campaign and they should go into the new season optimistic under Sean Dyche after avoiding the drop and off the back of that decent pre-season. Fulham summer has been difficult with the transfer speculation around key players. They're going to be without Mitrovic and Willian for this opening fixture. So I think Everton could get off to a positive start here. I don't think, I don't think it's going to be a game that's full of goals. They should be in short supply. Everton kept four clean sheets during the pre-season and their best bet to pick up wins is to keep things tight. Fulham actually failed to score in two of their final four away games last season and they don't have Mitrovic or a, or a couple of other key forwards as well. All four of Sean Dyche's home wins as Everton boss have actually been exactly 1-0 victories. So that actually appeals at the price of 8-1 to one plus 800 as a side bet. But ultimately, my main lean here is for Everton to start with a win. Everton are not a team you can bet comfortably, although the money line does offer up more value. Um, I'm going to be a little bit more safe and take them here in the draw no bet market. So Everton as a pick will be my main selection here. And uh, that does take the price down to 8-13. to 13, But I think it's worth doing that because you can't rely on Everton. And until I see some evidence of Everton being a more reliable team, despite the fact they do have a manager who is reliable and I do trust, uh, I'm going to play safe and just take the 8-13 to 13 instead try and build up some nice um, statistics here at the start of the season. Up next, we have newly promoted Sheffield United hosting Crystal Palace, where Palace are the 6-4 favourites to start with a win. It's 11-5 on the draw, and Sheffield United here are the 2-1 plus 200 underdogs. Sheffield United would have been hoping for a bounce here, as it is the first game back in the EPL, but the supporters will be very unhappy with what they've seen so far in the summer. Sheffield United seem to be more interested in making money, selling players and trying to sell the club. Therefore, it's very difficult for me to take them here against an established Premier League team. Now, the stats don't really favour my selection here, which is going to be to take Crystal Palace as a pick in the draw no bet market, given that Sheffield United won their final six home games last season. Palace lost Wilfred Zaha to Galatasaray and they also lost seven of their final 11 away games last season. But 
ultimately, I just think Sheffield United are going to go down and I think things are going to start badly for him here. Palace are an established Premier League team. They've given Roy Hodgson the job. And I think supporters will be extremely disappointed to drop points here or to see a different version of Palace that survived last season because Hodgson came in to keep them up. He came in for Patrick Vieira and he did that, but he did it playing a brand of football that fans didn't expect to see from Hodgson. He's got the job because Palace are supposed to continue being an attacking, exciting front foot team. So it goes very much against Roy Hodgson, but Roy Hodgson was able to deliver that and therefore he's still the Palace manager. And I think Palace have enough personnel to win this game against a Sheffield United team who have done absolutely nothing to stay in the EPL this season. They're my red hot tip to go down. Listen to the future show if you want to know why. But my pick here is going to be to take Crystal Palace as a pick in what I think will be a low scoring game. I think a single goal could actually decide it. And therefore, under two and a half goals at four to six minus 150 also appeals as well here for this one. Up next, we move on to the late game on Saturday. It's Newcastle versus Aston Villa. Big things are expected of both of these teams this season. But before we break it down, let me let you know we're brought to you by Parlay Play. Parlay Play is a great way to get down on your favourite parlayed player props. The football season is right around the corner and Parlay Play will have all your favourite props. Parlay Play is available in a ton of states, including California and Texas. Plus, our good friends up north can also access Parlay Play as it's available in a bunch of provinces in Canada. And when you sign up with our code, you'll get a sweet bonus to get started. Head over to parlayplay.io and use the promo code SGP for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's parlayplay.io and our promo code is SGP. So we now move on to that late game on Saturday, Newcastle, Aston Villa, where Newcastle are the 10 to 13 favourites to win it. It's 14 to 5 on the draw and it's 7 to 2 here on Aston Villa. Aston Villa done some phenomenal business in the window, which we did talk about on the future show. But this is a very difficult start for them against a Newcastle team who are excellent on their own patch throughout last season, particularly in the first half of the campaign. They ended up with 39 points from 19 games. They have kept their stars and they have added further talent. And that is obviously to maintain their Champions League status. Their home advantage is going to be a huge edge, especially for this first game of the season. These Geordie fans are expecting big things and they're going to want to get off to a winning start against two teams that are likely to be European contenders, although Villa's realistic ambitions will probably be the Europa League, although They have done some serious business this summer. I lean Newcastle, though, to start with a win here. They've got the stronger squad. They've got the stronger 11. They're in front of their home fans who are dying for the season to start. And Newcastle was a big fortress last season. So I don't think there's any shame in Villa making a losing start here at St. James's Park. They can just bounce back from that and start doing what people expect them to do after this game, which is have a good season. But people also expect Newcastle to have a good season as well and I think they start with a win here in this one I'm going to take Newcastle on the money line at the price of 10 to 13. Up next we move over to Sunday and we look at the game here between Brentford and Tottenham 
where Spurs are the six to four favourites. It's five to two on the draw, and it's seven to four here on Brentford. Both of these teams could be without their striker. Ivan Tony suspended, and Harry Kane looks like he may be on his way to Bayern Munich. I don't know why this was left until the very end of the window, but just one day before the start of the season, it does look like Kane could be moving on and he could be making his way to Bayern Munich. So that does make this game difficult to handicap, but I'm going to stick with what I've already got here on my notes. Uh, Brentford and Tottenham may be without two of the most prolific goal scorers in recent Premier League history, but I still believe that we can get ourselves three goals here, which be enough to cash the over 2.5 goals play that I have highlighted here. And that's available at a price of four to five. This is because Ange Postacoglu's pre-season outings have actually delivered an average of 5.75 goals per game. And all of them have produced at least five goals. Whilst Brentford have scored in six, have did score in six of their final seven Premier League games last season. And they're the home side. They'll be pushing the pace. These two teams played out a 2-2 draw at Brentford last season. So I think it's quite far-fetched to think this is going to be a tight and cagey game. I think it's going to be wide open. I still think we have enough talent on the pitch here to get us over that mark. So I'm going to go for over two and a half goals in this one. The London derby on Sunday between Brentford and Tottenham. The final game we're going to cover is probably the game of the week. It's Chelsea versus Liverpool. Now, as per usual... The Manchester United game will not be on this show. That will be covered over on Bet MUFC, where you're also going to get the Manchester United season preview. So the Man United season preview, along with the preview of the Wolves game, drops on Saturday. So that will be dropping on Saturday because Manchester United play on Monday and there will be an additional bonus lock on that show. So you've got two locks on the last future show there will be a bonus lock on that edition of BetMUFC, which incidentally is the 100th edition of BetMUFC. So we will be celebrating with not only a futures lock, but a lock on the Man United Wolves game as well. So you're going to get a double lock on that show. And don't forget last season, BetMUFC was perfect. It had a 10-0, 100% lock record over the course of the season. So make sure you guys all listen to that. Moving on to this game of the week, it is Chelsea against Liverpool. Nobody knows what to expect from either of these two teams this season. Chelsea have got rid of a lot of players, but they have bought in Mauricio Pochettino and um, he is always expected to do big things when he takes over clubs and uh, they poached him from Tottenham although I'm not 100% sure Tottenham did want him because I think that would have been um, Pochettino's preference but as far as Tottenham fans are concerned Chelsea took away their manager the guy that they wanted and um Obviously, in the process, a little bit of love was lost between Poch and the Tottenham supporters. But onwards and upwards, he'll be looking to massively improve on the bottom half finish that Chelsea delivered last season. Here they are, the 13-8 to underdogs to have a winning start. It's 13-5 to here on the draw. And Liverpool are the narrow 6-4 to favourites. 
I can make a case for Liverpool winning this game and it largely centres around Christopher and Cuckoo not being available. I think Jackson's going to be a big player for Chelsea this season. I do think he's going to score goals and Chelsea have had a good pre-season so far, but Liverpool need to massively improve on last season and the main thing they need to improve is their away record and I do feel that Liverpool will be able to eke out a win here in this one. Liverpool went unbeaten for 11 games at the end of last season and won seven of them, but my main selection here is a bit of a no-brainer and it's going to be BTTS both teams to score and that's available at 4-6 minus 150. Liverpool scored at least three goals in all five of their pre-season games but they have conceded twice or more in three of them. Chelsea, they won just one of their final 12 games at the end of last season, which was a disaster. And even with a new manager, they're probably going to have some scars from what was a dismal campaign. And that's going to take some time to heal. They probably wanted to see a much weaker team on the opening day of the season so they could build some momentum. But instead, they are given a team who are challenging for the Champions League this season in Liverpool. So, I'm going to take BTTS as my main selection. Can't see a clean sheet here for either one of these teams. And that one is available, as I said, at 4-6, to six, minus 150. As I mentioned during the show, your lock from the EPL this week comes from the Manchester United game. Therefore, you will need to head over to BetMUFC to get it. That will be the Bet MUFC season preview for Manchester United. And that drops on Saturday. And that show will close out with a Manchester United lock. And that will be the EPL lock for this week. Don't forget, we've already done two EPL season previews. Part one, mainly focused on the outright winner market. So that was what part one was all about. And then in part two... We delved into a lot more markets. We looked into the top four, the top six, the top goal scorer and the relegation rat race. And on that show, we picked two locks. We also have a show out covering the Women's World Cup quarterfinals. And coming up in the next 24 hours, there will be a season preview for La Liga. So loads and loads of content for you guys to listen to and catch up with because the EPL is back. And don't forget to enter the SGPN Fantasy Premier League Mini League. All the information is up at the pin tweet at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer for your opportunity to win some signed merchandise. That's it for me. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.